Ladies and gentlemen, wash out your soiled scrubs, politely decline the passionate marriage proposals, and reassure Mr. Gruff on the fifth floor that the aliens did in fact return his kidneys. Because it's time to talk tall to me. I am Nick McGill. And I am Omen Said. We are Feckless Moms. And this is Talk Tall to Me, an inoculation with a small part of the Jethro Tull virus directly into your bloodstream. Every week will be a new shot in the series until you are fully, utterly immune to Jethro Tull's effects. We take... <laughs> Song by song, we put the music of Ian Anderson and Jethro Tull into a centrifuge, strain out its solids from its pure DNA, and then concoct that through a complex machinery of friendship and wit into a serum which, if it doesn't cure you, at least it'll make you die happy. This week, before we get into the round of shots with the inevitable Scooby-Doo Band-Aids and lollipops, we have, I think, just one little thing to, to discuss, Omen, right? That's right, Nick. Um, little, but important. But important. Mary, if you don't mind. I'm allergic to the beasts! I, I know, Mary, and I appreciate that. I've provided allergy pills, and you will be getting hazard pay. My eyelids are swollen up like the devil's own anus. Oh, God. What has the devil been doing? I better not ask. Yeah, yeah. So, as we all know, Ian Anderson is a man of many passions. Not just prog rock music, not just salmon farming, not just restoring old cathedrals. Ian Anderson has one passion, which is very close to, to both of our hearts, actually. Mm -hmm. he, he runs a cat rescue program, and we just wanted to let you know a little bit about it in Mr. Anderson's own words. So this is from the Jethro Tull Instagram page. At Jethro Tull underscore. That's right. Everyone, or at least around half of us, loves a cute and cuddly little cat emoji kitten. But not so many of us have the same soft spot for more mature or unwanted cats, whether strays or from unsuitable homes. Cat Chat is an online <laughs> rehoming resource <laughs> that assists with the placement of over 10,000 unwanted cats every year. If you think you can help, please contact them and look for your nearest homing shelter. 20 of the Cat Chat referred residents in shelters for the longest time need your help, love, and support right now at catchat.org. We, the Anderson family, have reared 25 feral cats and kittens over the years. Some went to good homes with friends and family. Some became our lifelong companions and parts of our family history. Some are still with us today. If you can commit to providing a long-term home to a shelter cat, 
please visit the Cat Chat website. Remember, a pussycat friend for a day is a friend for life. Ian Anderson, Jethro Tull. <laughs> yeah. Here's your, your PSA for the week. That is your PSA. If you can afford it, if you can handle it with your life, it's, it is a responsibility. Think about a cat. Cat chat. You know? Cat chat. Cats are pretty independent, so they're not a whole lot of work. They're not a dog or a toddler. They're so. also pretty. They're also beautiful. I love cats. I miss my cats. Yes. Tiki, uh, the cat which uh, lives in my home, is a regular contributor to Talk Tall to Me, even though you don't necessarily hear her on the podcast. She is often curled up beside me. She seems to she seems to enjoy the podcasting process. She's very supportive. She's very supportive. So, Nick, if that's all of the housekeeping that we have to do today, mm-hmm. shall we jump right into our main event? Yeah, let us. We are actually, we did a quick little revamp of the schedule just right before we started recording, and it it makes the most sense for us to wrap up living in the past today with the last two songs as opposed to breaking it up. Because from later is a two-minute instrumental, and Nursey is a four-line, one-and-a-half-minute, quick little pretty ditty. That's right. So we are we're putting them together into a single melodious dish, and if you don't like it, you can go and suck an egg. A lot like well, that was that was drastic. <laughs> it's a lot like a lot like what we did early on, and I believe no, this was there were a, a handful of instrumentals that we kind of. That's right. We um, combined. Yeah, they're small. Take two. Yeah. So Nick. S- so, Without yes. further ado, shall we listen to From Later? Yeah, let's let us let us do that. From Later. Goodness me, Nick. I feel like I've just had a shot of Turkish coffee. That is the first time you've heard that, correct? That is the first time that I've heard that track, yeah. Okay. So, happy, energetic, obviously. Yeah. Other thoughts? What comes to mind immediately after having heard that? It's really dense. It's really, it's got a lot going on. I I found that I really had to concentrate on it to, to kind of figure out what my ears were hearing. Um, not in a bad way, but there was a, you know, there's a sense of it of, like, it's a step away from a cacophony. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one bad instrument away from just noise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is, it is. It's like, it's like you, you saw a bunch of musicians and you pushed them down a staircase, but you didn't realize that they were also acrobats. Yeah, yeah. So they, now the joke's on you. They're really good musicians, yeah. So a couple of things stood out to me. Sure. And that is that, you know, in the first couple of measures, I was reminded very much of the sound that we're going to hear later on in Too Old to Rock and Roll. Hmm. In after the little opener? Yes. No, actually, it is the opener. Oh, okay. There's something maybe maybe that's not the right album, but 
maybe it reminds me a little bit of Thick as a Brick or... See, I think it's a little more Thick as a Brick. It, it definitely, yeah, it definitely or has that. Or even Passion Play, maybe. Might be Passion Play. There's something about the organ in it, mm-hmm. which, is, which is new. We don't really have, I don't believe, a lot of organ thus far. Yeah. Rather than piano. And it's very organ heavy, too. Like, it, that is one of the main carriers throughout. Yes. Yes. And yes. with with that 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 opener sound that like stepping down the scale and then that the regular repetition and the organ this I don't know if you know them at all but this feels very much like electric light orchestra to me e- ELO they're often called Hey Omen Nick I have something really embarrassing and I, I just got to clear it up right now before we get any hate mail from any more hate mail from our five, <laughs> our five fans. Sure. Yeah. What is it? This is so embarrassing. Um, so I referred to the, the band who played the song Brain Salad Surgery as ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. And it's not them. Okay. It's not them. It's ELP. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm you know, I'm so You know, Nick, you're, you're not the first person to be confused by initials. By acronyms? By acronyms. You're not the first person to be confused by acronyms. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate your... You're supporting me in this, and, and I, I just... Yeah. I'll be, I'll be better. I'll be better. You know what? You know what I always say? What's that? Nick? As a YBF, it's my duty to A-S-U-W-U-M-A-F-O-Y-S. You, you, don't, you don't know how much that means to me, Omen. Thank you. NP. Not to be confused with the Trans-Siberian Snow Orchestra. Correct. Trans-Siberian Electric Orchestra. You know Trans-Siberian what I'm Orchestra. Yeah. No, yeah, very just... correct. It yeah, there's no snow or or anything else. It's just Trans-Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> they were a very prog band right okay. around this time and they let's see they had brain salad surgery. They had a handful of different like concepty songs and albums. Right. And they I the songs that I know from ELO are very organ heavy. Okay. So this this song does not feel very tall to me at all. Even if I even if I wasn't thinking about ELO, like it's not a it's not a terribly tall sounding song, even with the heavy amount of flute in there. Now, Nick, you know that I love you. Correct. But I must respectfully disagree okay. with your opinion, or rather, I, I respect your right to have that wrong opinion, and I would like to offer my opinion, which I think is more correct, which is that this does sound like a Jethro Tull song, and and specifically, not just because of the flute, but also because of the, the, the rapid-fire key changes and mm. time signature changes that just are just leaking dangerously high levels of prog rock. It's, I imagine that the the Environmental Protection Agency is like about to shut them down for unsafe concentration of 
rocking out when they play this. Well, the, the EPA from like 10 years ago, not, not present. Oh, no, 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 not, not the current EPA, certainly. Ooh. Even Martin's, that, that really filtered, like, that, that guitar doesn't sound like tall guitar. It doesn't sound like Martin to me. There are a couple elements that I, I will agree with you that, that Martin doesn't sound typically Martin in the way that we're used to hearing him in this mm-hmm. song. And yeah, there is that one moment where the, where the I think it's the bass actually, goes on a little wah pedal and we have like a little moment of disco 1970s. Oh yeah, that's what I was talking. I think that's Martin, actually. It could be. I think it was, the, I thought it was the bass. <laughs> So yeah, Nick, I think that that I, I think that might be the bass. And yeah, did you say yeah. did you um what's that sound behind it? I think that might be the bongos or some sort of hand drum, some, some really kind quick of a hand little drum. yeah, with a really tight head. All of my disagreement against Tull aside, that that little bit ends with Ian doing his standard woo into the yeah, flute. Of course. So I mean it's hard. He he really makes the flute his flute. So I it's it's hard to argue that for sure. But there are just there are just pieces that we hear in this song that we never hear again in Tall. That's true. But I feel like that is kind of one of the Tall signatures. Is like, oh, you mm. think you think you know our sound? Sure. We're gonna do something only once and never again. I I think that is a convenient a convenient way to explain. Oh, we tried this and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Not that it not that it doesn't work. I mean, altogether, this is a, a great little song. It seems intentional, though. I mean, like even just that wah pedal, it, it almost feels like, oh, yeah, everyone else is doing this. We're going to do it just to show that we can. But we hate it. For, what, five seconds in a song? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not even a, a main staple in a song. It's like, hey, by the way, this, and yeah, we're out of we here. We can do this. But yeah. we choose not to. But yeah, there you go. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we acknowledge everyone does this, but we're not gonna. You and your war pedals and your cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's a that might be a direct quote. Yeah. Yeah. Cats is the only drugs you need. Like the the musical? Uh n- no. That is a drug which no one needs. Mm, yeah. That that is a that is a class five felony possession charge (laughs) (laughs) what else do we have to say about this song nick it's it's nice i like the energy it's it's just shy of out of control manic but i do have to be in a certain mindset to listen to it it is so intense it's very intense yeah i can imagine this as a really great live song oh yeah I could also see it as a song playing under like a car chase in a 70s or 80s action film. Mm. Interesting. Although with that irregular beat, I feel like it would have to be sort of an art film. Sure. With with some peculiar angles and interesting cuts going right. from like the car chase to like an old lady crossing the street to yeah, exactly. someone holding exactly. up the bank to right yeah it's 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 really a slice of life for the city through the filter of a car chase yeah 
The car chase has nothing to, to do with the actual plot of the film. Oh, that's cool. I like that idea. Yeah, it just so happens that it's happening because cities be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they do indeed, Nick. What about you, Omen? Any final thoughts on From Later? What do you reckon the, the name is, From Later? Wow. You've just blown my mind, Nick. Yeah. From, from Later. I... From Later, maybe this is From Later down the line. This is the style that we're going to have. Is this some kind of... Some kind of guess at what Tull will sound like in five years? Maybe. Maybe it was like a, a kind of... um. Like, uh, like a little bit of an of, a, of an attempt at at time travel. Yeah, because it's like I don't I don't think that there was a plan in terms of their different sounds. Oh, I I I mean, aside from from the next album we're going to cover, which was a very very calculated decision. Uh huh. But other than that, I it feels so such organic. an evolution. Like yeah, an organic evolution. That's it. That's perfect. Yeah, I I don't know from later. I mean, I wonder if it's just a, a a bit of a play on on the words, like rather than saying from before, it's almost the oh, other yeah. the other side of this was. Yeah, it's a it's it's an inconsequential title for a song of inconsequence because it's while while it's still really meaty and substantial, it's for lack of a better term, it's kind of a throwaway. Hmm. Hmm. Just a, a fun instrumental. A chance for a chance for the bassist to step forward for two seconds. For two seconds. Although you know, I do want to say, Jeffrey Hammond Hammond has clearly really learned how to play the bass at this point. He he kind of he got thrown into it, and and he he could sink or swim, and he has clearly stayed afloat. He's doing the butterfly stroke at this moment. Yeah, uh, he's walking that bass up and down Main Street. He's got swimmies on his arms. I mean, it... it when it generally... metaphors collide! <laughs> it generally helps that, that the band that he's playing for sang three songs about him before he joined. So it's it, right. it's kind of hard to fail in that in, in that environment, I think. Right. <laughs> I know, it's a, it's a delightful song. I would love to see this live. I, I really think that this is the sort of thing that would really pump up the crowd and get them jazzed up. And do you, have you ever worked with groups of small children? I used to sub, but the youngest I ever did was like fifth grade. Oh, okay. So so when you when you work with like really small kids, they 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 have a lot of energy. So you know, telling them like be quiet and sit down doesn't doesn't really work yeah. at all. Yeah. So you have to give them opportunities to to like shake it out sometimes to to yeah. shake to shake the sillies out. This feels like a song that functioned or that could function as an opportunity for the audience to to shake out their sillies. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like okay. after after you've listened to this song, you're like, "Woo, I'm jazzed, but I I'm kind of tired because because I just yeah. like I just like was jamming out for for two minutes, and now I'm ready to focus up and and uh, listen to the next song, perhaps with a refreshed concentration." Yeah, it's a it's a mindless refocus. Yes. And I'm I'm looking on our our set list site that we oh, haven't looked yes. at in a long time. 
I, it's not on here at all. It's never been played live. That's, that's not to say it's never been played, but I mean, there are a lot of things on here, and there are songs I've never heard of. Interesting. So, so maybe it wasn't a regular set piece for them. I mean, we we haven't seen a whole lot from Benefit or from Living in the Past. Although the next next one we're gonna do. Uh, Nursey, I think they played fairly regularly. In fact, let me see. Nursey, 88 times. So so it's not unheard of to see something from Living in the Past, right. but that one, when you, especially like certainly nowadays when your catalog is so big, right. you don't want to kind of waste a spot and put something like from later in there maybe, mm, you know? Maybe. Maybe it was just an experiment. Yeah, and they just needed to fill up the fill up the vinyl. They had they had four four sides to do so, yeah. or eight sides is four album. I don't. Well, Nick, I think we can wrap up for later. From yeah, later, I think so. From later, and although I've seen it as for later, sometimes referenced on the on the interwebs, but I I think it's it's originally it is from later. Yeah. Four later seems like this, um, like when you wrap up your leftovers after you dine out. Yeah, yeah. When when what's that for? It's for later. Where's Where's It's like when you wake up. Cheeseburger and fries and some cold lettuce. Oh my goodness. Well, Nick. Um, I hope the lettuce is cold. Why don't we take a Why don't we take a quick break and we'll be right back after these messages. Are you a cat? Are you a mature cat looking for a home? <laughs> Think that no one will love you because you have only three teeth and you shed more than you sleep? Are you on your ninth life? Worried that one more fall and you might not land on your feet? Don't worry. Come down to catchat.org and find a human being gullible enough to take you into their home. Why, hello there, little fellow. What's your name? <laughs> What a beautiful name, Rainbow. Now, can you tell me how long have you been without a human? <coughs> oh my! Oh my goodness! What a what a tragedy. Have you ever thought about going on to catchat.org? <coughs> That's right, catchat.org. You can find a human in less than thirty minutes, or your money back. You don't have money. You're a cat. Catchat. You don't have money, you're a cat.
All right. Thanks. Thank you from our sponsors. Welcome. Cat Chat. Not really sponsored. I haven't seen a check yet. <laughs> I have found a dead fish on my doorstep, though, so. Mm. All right, Omen. Mm. So that was a good transition into the final song that we are going to cover off of Living in the Past. What are we looking at? Wow. We are looking at Nursey. Nursey. Let's give us a listen to some Nursey. Let us do give us a listen. That was, that was yeah. <laughs> such a pretty little song it's really tender yeah what a what a what a strong comparison to for later yeah from later what are the leftovers for for later so this is this is a minute and a half it is the fastest minute and a half of my life like if this song just as sweet and and slow and soft as it is, it just zips right by. You know, it's so funny that you say that, Nick, because my experience of it was was almost the opposite. That that it created a huge world that that seemed almost infinite or or infinite huh. or infinitely deep, perhaps. Yeah, I think you know what I think. Some of my perception around that is because I had the A Little Light Music live album. And he sings that portion. He does the full minute and a yeah. half. But then they go, they like break down into this gorgeous instrumental oh. part. And it goes on for another probably at least minute. I see. So I'm used to hearing it be longer, I that think. That makes sense. One, two, three, four, five, But this, this is, I'm, I, th as much as I want it to be longer, I prefer this version because this is, this is just Ian and a guitar. It's just this soft, subtle, it's just so beautiful. His acoustic work is just fantastic. So It good. really is. It really, really is. There's something, there's something really unique about it. I mean... You know, there are a lot of guitar players in the world. Perhaps fact. Perhaps too many. <laughs> also fact. But you know, and, and and it's easy to be like, oh, this is this kind of style. This is this kind of style. Oh, these people are mimicking this kind of thing which comes from here. I don't know I don't know where this sound comes from. And I have and yeah, I've never heard anyone else play the guitar like that. I think we this is kind of similar to the discussion we had 
couple episodes ago. I don't remember which one it was, but it was just that we're, we're, we were trying to place Ian's guitar sound, his acoustic sound. Yes. And I, th- I think we settled on like the, the seed, the germination of, of his folk sound. Yes. His, his folk roots, yeah. I guess, yeah. or the, the roots of his folk sound. I don't know. And I, I think that's, it just it it fits so well. It pairs so well with what we're going to hear in a couple of years, a couple of episodes, a couple of albums, whatever. That I can I can see I can see that chain of events. I can see that evolution into the sound that we're going to hear much more prevalent Certainly, later on. Yeah, yeah. It's an amazing, and it's amazing to hear it so starkly in a way where it's where it is just him playing in the studio. Yeah, yeah. It's pared down. This is the sort of thing, do you remember a couple episodes back when we were talking about, maybe it was Clive Bunker who was saying, you know, I wish that Ian did more acoustic stuff, but he he has mm. the, the perception that he the audience just wants to see him leaping about with a flute. You know, this is the kind of thing that, that he was talking about. This is, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, he's, it's, it's really good. And I think we also have... We also have the the luxury of of look being able to know the full catalog, being able to know where this sound goes in the future, and I, I think that offers a certain enhanced degree of appreciation as opposed to when this came out in '72. When you hear this for the first time, right. it comes right after Aqualung, right, which also had some really decent acoustic. Oh, of, on of course, one of one of our favorites. But then it goes into Thick as a Brick, which is the complete opposite. Yeah. So it's it's you can almost see like, oh, maybe they're going to get this sound. And for some people, maybe they didn't didn't want to hear that acoustic, you know? You know who you know what? The, it, I, I've just placed my finger on something, Nick. And as, as soon as I wash my hands, I'll tell you. <laughs> This reminds me, the sound reminds me actually of another guitar artist from around the same time, although they're really a, different. A guitartist? Mm. <laughs> mm. Do you know Nick Drake? I do. Is he that old? Nick Drake was born in... I mean, is his is his music that old? Yeah, was he in the seventies? Wow. Yeah, Nick Dr- Nick Drake died in seventy four. He was born in oh. he was born in forty eight. So he was actually a bit older than Ian Anderson. I was thinking of Nick Cave. Never mind. Nick Cage. Cave. No. <laughs> Do you know Nick Drake though? Nicholas Cage is ageless. We don't. Nick... We don't speak of Nicholas Nicholas Cage here. The Nick. Nick Drake, the name sounds familiar. Album Pink Moon. I think I heard one of his songs on the Garden State soundtrack, and that's it. I think that that's the only way I would know him. I just want to play a little bit of it right now for you. Obviously, it was actually on a mix CD that I had from an ex-girlfriend. So thanks for that omen. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, God. We'll be back right yes. after this trip to the therapist. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that it's that it's that level of it's mm. there's a it's mm. yeah go ahead it is the Dylan esque type of folk that is not country folk but city folk does that make sense <laughs> I think I know what you're trying to say I I would describe it in perhaps more technical terms which is that I think there's a there's a certain rhythmic engagement with the way the instrument is played that you have this kind of very consistent, almost unaltering strumming that's going on with with the chords. Uh-huh. And then layering over that are some chord variations which which provide harmonies and harmonics. And then the occasional little riff that which is I mean that's that's really very Ian where he throws in that sort of dum 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 and then goes back yeah. to it. But it there's an interesting parallel there. That we've just unearthed, Nick. It's I the most interesting part is the similarities that I see with my my elementary level of music education. Uh-huh. And yours with more of a mind for, for music and more of an ear for music, the way that, that it sounds the way that it reminds you of Nick Cave versus the way that it reminds me. Drake. But we both No. Nick. Oh, it is Nick Drake. Nick Drake. <laughs> the way that it reminds both of us of Nick Drake in different aspects. Oh, yes. But it still reminds us of Nick Drake. It does. And, you know, it's funny. Nick Drake has a lot of songs about London and, you know, being in the city. I don't know where he was born, but there is that sort of that sort of feeling of, of longing. A lot of longing. So much. So long. It's long. You know, that, that perhaps is... Natural to someone who moves from the country, who loves the country, moves to the city for reasons of employment. Wow, Nick, I think I feel like we've just we've just in our archaeology, we've tapped at a little rock and opened up a massive, massive volume of space underneath us. And it might be filled with snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Why did it have to be snakes, Nick? <laughs> Let's... I, li- I personally like snakes, but... Yeah, well... Mm. Let's, talk- Let's talk about the... Do you not like snakes? You know, I respect them. <laughs> I I understand, you know, why evolutionarily they're, they're a, a, an effective design for uh, an animal. A, a tube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A tube with teeth on one yeah, end. Basically. <laughs> yeah. I I don't uh, I don't connect with them on an emotional level. Although my fiance is a Slytherin. She is a Slytherin, isn't she? Oh yeah. What's her sign? Pisces. Is there a snake sign? It doesn't matter. It, what? Oh, you're both Pisces? <gasps> <laughs> yes, we're both Pisces. I don't know what that means, but it can't be good, Fishes. right? It means we're. Well, I mean, I know that it means part, we're emotional like, and intuitive, and sometimes can be too dreamy, or like too sensitive. Okay. Yeah. So you can do all of that together. Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, that's nice. At least you've got some. Or. Into- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or at least we can recognize, like, oh, you're feeling emotional and dreamy right now. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna wash the dishes. Yeah. You got each other's backs. We've, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Support. Yeah. Yeah. When she sheds her skin, I've got her back. To pull the skin off. I've got the skin off her back, yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. Nick, um, let's talk a little bit about the lyrics for this song, Nursey. Yeah, the, the, the four lines of lyrics. Yeah, both lyrics. I <laughs> Initially, when I heard the title, I rather presumptuously thought of the brave men and women in the nursing profession. Uh-huh. And then as soon as the song started, I was like, what a fool I've been. I was I was thinking of it in terms of an American perspective on that word, like, hey, Nessie. <laughs> an American from the 50s? I've got a sickness in my pants. <laughs> oh, even worse. I don't know. You, you know what I mean. But of course, Ian Anderson. So like, like, like the diminutive of nurse. Correct. A nurse yeah. Okay. Which of which this is, but nurse in this context in England or in Scotland refers to the nurse of a child, meaning meaning a child's caretaker who's not part of the family. A, a nanny. A nanny, we would say here in the States, but... Yeah, it's the same root as nursery. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you disagree? No, I don't. just blow your mind? You, I... you, you blew my mind slightly, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder like what tweak of the mind. I wonder what the origin of the word nurse is. Hold on a minute. It's to, I mean it's to take care well, of. That's the but meaning. Let me get let me get that etymology, baby. If I could type, I'd have it for you by now. If I could type past time. Hey, okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, me- do you want to, do you uh, want to tell me about it or shall I tell you about it? I'll tell you what I have and you tell me if you have anything okay. else. How's that? Are you going are you going forwards or backwards? Uh, I was going to start at the the original. Okay. So circa 1200. Go ahead. <laughs> do you want to do it? You sound disappointed. No, no, no. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, so <laughs> So no. <laughs> nurse, we get the modern word nurse from the old English word <laughs> nurse, which comes from the Old English word nourish, from Old French nourice, from Late Latin nutricia, from Latin nutriculus. Nutricius, no help. Nutricius, person that nourishes, from the Latin nutrix, or nutric, nurse, from the original Latin nutrier, or probably Nutrire. Nutrire, yeah. Which means? To nourish. to Or to suckle. Oh. Yeah, think about nursing. That's what a nursery was for, was where they would go to, to feed the baby. And indeed, in the olden times, you can see this in Romeo and Juliet, the role of the nurse, sometimes called a wet nurse, yeah. was literally to nurse the baby. Yeah, or a dry nurse who didn't nurse the baby. Or an even drier nurse... Who, <laughs> who d- didn't nurse the baby and did not partake in alcohol. Right, right. Or a dryer. Or, or a, a really wet nurse. Oh, who, dear. Nick, mm, this is a family a baby podcast. while in a pool. <laughs> and was also a water buffalo. So, <laughs> so, yes, the term nurse is inherently linked to children and to the caring of children. Yes. I don't know what I don't know what we're thinking over here in the states. For nanny, you're saying? No, for for nurse in the medical sense, we should just call them little doctors. Oh, uh, little docs. Doctor, doctorito. 
So then, uh, no, I mean, a, a nurse, it, it, it grew to be just someone who takes care of someone. It evolved from, from children specific. Sure. Or, or everyone's a child. I, I suppose that is an option. I feel like a child when, I, when I'm sick. Tiptoes in silence round my bed and quiets the raindrops over my head. With her everlasting smile, she stills my fever for a while. Oh, nursey dear, I'm glad you're here to brush away my pain. And that's why we mistook it for a nurse. Because he talks about having a fever and being in pain and she takes care of him. Yeah. I don't think it's... I don't think it's completely out of nowhere you know it's not unfounded to think that no but i think it is inherently talking about the fever and raindrops of childhood <laughs> those those childhood raindrops as we're all aware of it's like the opposite it's the opposite side of the spectrum from big bottom girls fat bottom girls fat bottom girls thank you <laughs> it is it is still respecting women but in the complete opposite way well it's a non-sexualized nurse yeah Left alone with big fat fannies, she was such a naughty nanny. Big woman <laughs> made a bad boy out of me. Now I have to include that song. Ha ho! That's a uh, queen, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, what what about those lyrics? Does that what is that? Uh, did you have anything beyond just saying, "Hey, it's not a nurse; it's a nanny"? I just think it's it's so lovely. It feels listening to it. It immediately feels it it produces in me that feeling of childhood and the way that the way that someone cares for you when you're ill. That just even though they they can't make you not ill, they can make you feel so much better. It's that that care through love. It's almost talking about. It almost feels like this archetypal healing feminine energy. Huh. Yeah. Okay. You know whether it's the nurse comforting the child or or the maiden who revives the knight from his deadly wounds under the apple tree in classical romantic literature. Romance literature. There there is a there is a fondness and a, a, such a lovely sweetness to this song, a, a, almost a reverence to to the reference of the nursery and it, and it's there's it, it's it's very childlike he does a, a fantastic job of of making you you think that he is he's a an eight-year-old kid tucked in bed yeah. and the nurse just came in well and can you imagine of all the songs that ian anderson has written about parental figures mm. none of them have uh, had this level of affection that is a very good note. And I think it's highly likely that he did, in fact, have a nurse as a child. It was very common during that time, and it seems, sure. seems like his family was well enough off to be able to afford one. And, you know, a lot of historical figures say that they were 
as children closer to their nurse than than to anyone else. Sure. Oh, I, I mean, again, look at Romeo and Juliet. When Juliet has trouble, she doesn't go running off to her mom or, f- heaven forbid, her dad. Yeah. She goes to her nurse. Her dad's a business tycoon and her mom's an alcoholic. I, yes. <laughs> All this is true. I mean, that's how I interpret mm. it. It's Shakespeare. You can kind of get your own sure, thing. Sure. So. Inst- <laughs> instant Shakespeare, just add meaning. Yeah, it's... It's a it's a lovely song. She must have been a lovely nurse. She must have been a lovely nurse. And if nothing else, musically, it's just just so so pretty, so beautiful. This song I I might have to If I if I had had this song a decade or two earlier, it would 100% be in my sleep mix. Mmm. Yeah. Wait, is this the first time you've ever heard Nursey? Yes. What? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, because I think Nursey's been included on s- at least one or two of like the the multiple compilation albums that they've I had. I heard nary a note of it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so that. Yeah, I, I got, I got, not, I'm just, I don't know why I thought you had heard this one before. Hmm. Okay. No, it's gorgeous. I, I think this is, this is, this is automatically gone to a very special place in my, in my heart. Yeah. His, his acoustics do that because they're so short and sweet and just, they're distilled and just poignant. With her everlasting smile. She stills my fever for a while Oh, nursey dear, I'm glad you're here To brush away my pain Well, Nick... Yes. What shall we listen to next week? Oh, mercy, my sweet nursey. Omen, <laughs> next week, we are starting yeah. thick as a brick. Wah, wah, wah. That's going to be very interesting, Nick. And for clarification, how are we going to be approaching this album? So I have, I found a pretty good list of how it's been broken up thematically and sound wise based on the, based on the, the story being told throughout this album. So I have, I have timestamps for each of the, the tracks. And actually, if you want to check it out, if you want to look ahead in the show notes of every episode, I have a link to the Google Doc that tells the full schedule for all of Talk Tell to Me. Yeah. If you want to go check it out, if you want to go plan... click in there and find find the thick as a brick. Plan your vacations accordingly, obviously. Plan your outfits. Uh, plan your outfits. Coordinate. And you can see that the first the first episode next week is going to be the tr- the I'm, we're going to call them tracks, even though they're technically not. Yeah. The tracks that are really don't mind. 
and see there a son is born. It's it's basically the first five minutes of Thick as a Brick. Great. Yeah. Well, until next week when we dive into that exciting pool of fresh and salty water mixed, you don't have to suffer from your fever because we are here to wipe away your tears. Give us a review. Don't wait until next week. Take the review that you would write from later and use it now on iTunes with five stars, please. And also tell your friends. Find us on Facebook and Instagram, at Feckless Moms. And I think that's it. I think that's that's all we got. Amazing. Thanks for sticking around. We we just wrapped up living in the past. Yes. We're going to get into the concept years for the next. Oh, my gosh. Hang on. Three months. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Three months. Yay. Three months of concept between Thick as a Brick and Passion Play. Amazing. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Thick as a Brick next week. Until then. So excited. I'm Omen Said. And I am Nick McGill. We are Feckless Moms. And this is Talk Tall to Me. Are you a cat who's lost your zest for puking on bed covers? Does catnip no longer spice up your life? Are you swishing your tail just because you feel like you should? When is the last time you knocked a pen off of a table? Sounds like you need Cat Chat. Catchat.org. Find other cats to chat with and maybe a human as well. Cat Chat and Talk Tall to Me are proud members of the Feckless Moms Audio Network. (coughs) 